What's up, guys? Here with you with FC Wonderkid, episode 33, here with my guy, Bretson. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great because I know what's about to come. Alex Bryce is going to go insane. <laughs> uh, you could use just the catchphrase bold, I guess. Yeah, no. I guess I could use bold, but I feel like this is going to be a little bit beyond bold. Um, <laughs> it's No, but it's always good to be here with you, episode 33. Um, let's get to it because we got a lot to talk about. Um, no better place to start than where? The Ballon d'Or debate, man. Like, what was that? If we're going to start with it, we're going to start bold at robbery. The robbery we saw that day was insane. Messi winning the Ballon d'Or ahead of Lewandowski, man. I don't care, man. It's insane. It's a robbery. It shouldn't have happened. And I can mention, I had, I had something I really wanted to say on the pod, man. Ruben Dias, 26th <laughs> position. 26. Kjaer is 9th, 18th. Yeah. Okay? 18th. So you're telling me Ruben Dias is 26. Best player in the Premier League. Best yeah. player in Salah, not even in the top 10. Yeah. Salah, not even. Oh, no, Salah, 7th. Sorry. Not yeah. even in the top 5. <laughs> Salah should have been in the top 5, man. Yeah, a complete disgrace. You know, and, and I completely, I completely understand where you're coming oh. from. Uh, what we want to make sure that we're we're saying here is that this is not Lionel Messi's fault, right? And congratulations to Leo Messi for winning his seventh mm. record Ballon d'Or. Um, but uh, oh, and by the way, and this is I have to preface this. This is sarcasm. It's also PSG's first player winning a Ballon d'Or. <laughs> coincidence coincidence i think donnarumma donnarumma ahead of mendy yeah. donnarumma ahead of yeah, the yashin yep what was that uh, what was that you i don't know the criteria some years the champions league is all of a sudden the the holy grail now it's mm -hmm. copa america yeah <laughs> well why why I, is that man edward vargas top goal scorer in two Copa Americas, no one mentions him. Right. We have Alexis Sanchez with Chile, winning yep. Copa America, top mm -hmm. goal scorer, 48 goals and assists. Yep. And he's not even in the top 20 of the Ballon d'Or. Yep. Not even in that 2016 season at Arsenal. And he ended up second, yeah. second in our position for Arsenal, Alexis Sanchez, and not even in the Ballon d'Or debate. So what is this criteria, people? I, I, That's I, I, why it's a robbery. It, That's why it's a robbery. I, I, I hear you. And um, I, I just feel like it, it changes with the wind. Um, it's it's uh, hundreds of journalists oh. that, that vote on this. Um, so while I'd like to say that there's some big cabal uh, out there that is, no. uh, you know, conspiring against Robert Lewandowski or conspiring no. against Alexis Sanchez, um, I just don't think that's the case. Uh, but mm -hmm. what I want to say is, hey, Lionel Messi won a seventh, all right? Um, and you know what's class? Mm. Robert Lewandowski, okay? He apparently knew that he was not going to win heading into this, okay? So. Just according to, you know, some things that we've read, some, some reports that have come out. And he still showed up, dapper, classy, humble. Mm -hmm. And listen, you know, COVID messed up a lot of things last year. But Messi at least said France football should award last year's Ballon d'Or and he, they should give it to Robert Lewandowski, okay? I agree with that sentiment. 
So what did they do? What did they do? It's almost disrespectful in some respects. It is. It is disrespectful. They They gave him a pizza roller, mate. They gave him a pizza roller, mate. That's why it's so disrespectful. You created an award for Lewandowski of the year. Congratulations. Uh, It's. And I'll be be honest. You were mentioning there. I don't believe that they'll hate Lewandowski or they'll or they'll hate Alexis Sanchez. But I'll tell you one thing. I certainly believe France football hates Cristiano Ronaldo. (laughs) Hates. He's the most hated athlete of all time, this man, yeah. Christian Ronaldo. And it's by no means, okay, it's not, it's, it, it, there's a reason why Christian Ronaldo doesn't go to that award ceremony. Yeah. And I can guarantee you, it's not because his butt hurt. He knows what happens in the back. <laughs> he knows what happens in the back. Modric winning a Ballon d'Or ahead of him. If Modric wins a Ballon d'Or ahead of Ronaldo, yeah. come on, what should have happened? What, Lev- what should Lewandowski receive? Yeah, Five Ballon d'Ors? Like, yeah. what's this? I don't like, know. I don't get it, man. I don't I get don't it. I wanted to say this, man, because yeah. I really believe now. Most hated player of all time. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, it, it, it is a little bizarre that the only countries that voted him number one were uh, Nicaragua, Mozambique, Macau, Kyrgyzstan. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't think that there's... I don't know. Oh, uh, do I think he, should, he was out of the top five, right? He was out of the top five? He, he was sixth. sixth. Ronaldo was okay. positioned sixth. I don't. Yeah. I just want to know the criteria. Is this really the best player? If Jorginho is third and Ronaldo six, and this is my football ability, mate. Yeah. People need to get educated big time, mate. Yeah. Big, big time. I see Kante number one. Okay, right. I saw Joaquin Rita of Seek. I'm gonna put out nine names. Okay, Portuguese journalist. Yeah. He put Kante number one. Okay, I was out there. Th- he didn't even put Messi in the top five. No, he didn't. What? Like, what? And he puts content number one. Okay, like, look, I'm not a Messi hater. Messi should be in the top three, top two. Okay, yes. but Lewandowski, give it to him. And yes. I have to say, too, I know I'm bashing him a lot with, the, with Ronaldo anti because Ronaldo needs defense, too. But Messi, man, he kept his posture, and he, he was classy by yeah. saying, I have to agree with you, Breton. Yeah, I mean, Lewandowski should have won at least last year's Ballon d'Or. The, the the man is always classy, Messi, and and Lewandowski very clearly is is classier than all hell. I mean, imagine that knowing knowing that you are not going to get it, and yet you sit there, you smile, and you you do you're just respectful. You're respectful to the the, the winner. Even I mean, everyone was doing the talking for Robert Lewandowski, basically <laughs> saying you know Thomas Mueller. A lot of these uh, a, a lot of former players came out and said it was a, it was highway robbery. Um, and, but and it's too, like Bretton. This is what well, this is what annoys me the most is mm-hmm. people don't understand the importance that this is. Okay, now sure. Messi can has the bragging rights to say he has seven Ballon d'Ors and Ronaldo has five. Yeah. Okay, this is the bragging rights. Modric stole a Ballon d'Or to mm-hmm. Ronaldo. Okay, and now Messi's getting a Ballon d'Or. He doesn't deserve that Lewandowski does. The goat talk, okay, is being in question. The corruption, the corrupt. I'm med- I have to say this, man, because this is what it's the books. The books have the awards, and seven does he deserve the seven, man? This is just like boxing. People are saying boxing is corrupt. Look at football, man. Look at this, man. You know, and the, this. just just the the well. If there's one thing that takes a hit here, it's it's the Ballon d'Or. It's the Ballon d'Or. And whether or yes. not you take it seriously as a metric 
um, yes. as a metric for uh, the eternal goat debate. Um, but really, I mean, nothing takes away from the fact that some days later, Cristiano Ronaldo scores two goals and now yeah. it's up to 801 goals scored. So, yeah, and we'll talk about that in a second. But before mm-hmm. we get off that, one thing that blew my mind, and, and there are clips out there where you and I are talking about Jorginho being in the Ballon d'Or talk. Mm-hmm. But I was not in the, the, the camp of him getting number one with as many countries or journalists from countries that actually gave him first place votes. And that tells you all you need to know. International was overweighted mm-hmm. a whole lot this year, a whole lot. The fact that Italy won um, and the fact that the Champions League is very results oriented instead of being statistical in nature, because yes, Argentina winning the Copa uh, America obviously pulled a lot of weight this year when it didn't multiple years ago. So you're right. There needs to be a standard. It needs to be as transparent as possible. Um, Jorginho had a phenomenal year, but for him to get that many first place votes was surprising as all get out for me. Um, so, hey, at least, at least we can say that it's great argument material. And that's mm-hmm. all it is. It is. And I understand that these, these players... You know, like you said, Robert Lewandowski, is he's not going to rest on his laurels. The guy is already leading the season this year, leading every player in the world in the top 15 leagues in goal involvements, right? Mm-hmm. Beating Salah, beating Benzema, beating Messi, beating Holland's Cristiano coming, Ronaldo. Though. What was that? Holland's coming, though. I yeah. just want to say that. Oh, yeah. Holland is coming. And he was what? He was top 15, top 12, whatever that was. But, mm-hmm. hey, man, it, it's... It's tough. I agree with you. The criteria is like we need more transparency in, in, in towards do. if it's players' ability, awards. Like maybe they should do points system. Like if you win a World Cup, you get a point. Like maybe. Maybe it yeah. should be like that. No corruption indeed, okay? Uh, so, guys, yeah. a- anything we've missed out, okay, in the Ballon d'Or, please put down in the comment section below. Like the video, okay? And, yeah, just just tell us what have we missed from the Ballon d'Or. We, lo- we love a good talk. Yeah, we need to get your blood pressure down. What's next here? Man, like, yeah, true. This Cornell (laughs) thing is puts me bonkers always. So I do I do have a quick question for you. Tell me, tell me. If he wasn't Portuguese, would Mm -hmm. you would you feel this invested? I don't I don't think I would, honestly. Because I think the fact that I'm Portuguese, Mm -hmm. I know where he's coming from. And it's it's the fact that this the, the Ronald is, came from like I know Messi came from the poor from the poor, but Ronald, like he came from the poor of the poor. His dad was yeah. wasn't he had a he had a vice man, and he 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 did it. Yeah. And all all the odds were against Ronald, man, and that's why. And there still are, man, and that's why I gotta defend my man Ronald, man. Okay, well, now that well, he's succeeded, well, and 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 I get you, but but here's what this this what uh, here's what this solidifies for us cristiano ronaldo is 36 years old okay yeah this uh disrespect that we've seen um in this this voting process right mm-hmm. uh probably guarantees that he plays till 46 and goes uh, past the thousand goal <laughs> mark okay hyperbole maybe you know over exaggeration absolutely but cristiano ronaldo is a man that is fueled by chips on his shoulder and i, I, I think he's going to be okay this is the fuel, man. This is yeah, the fuel he is. needed. He fuel. might win another one. I don't know. Let's don't know. see. Let's see. Let's and see. and I do have a... to say, before we get off this, at 31 and Robert Lewandowski with already 27 goals this year, they're absolutely mm-hmm. right. 
uh, 27 goal involvements, I should say. They're absolutely right. It, it is now time for Bayern to shut people up mm-hmm. in the Champions League and get Robert Lewandowski up on that pedestal. I don't think Mo Salah and Kareem Benzema are going to allow that, but but he's uh, he's off to a damn good start this season let's again see, let's see so. let's see and Bayern have a top three Musiala was in the Copa trophy so that, yeah. that that's wonderful to see so guys again anything you get we forgot to mention the Ballon d'Or put down in the comment section below so now general news okay, okay. I gotta start again with Ronald yeah. 800 and 801 career goals professional yeah. goals okay yeah. most goals scored in the history of football okay Christian Ronald it's true. big up, big mansion, and Arsenal. Okay, that was a clutch win, okay, against Arsenal. So big up to Man Ronald, okay, putting yep. up the numbers. And it's crazy. I think I think someone has if you're gonna beat this record, mm-hmm. you have to score 40 goals, yep, 20 <laughs> seasons. Okay, 40 goals, 20 seasons for you to beat 40? this record of Christian Ronald. So I don't see other people do that early, no. this early, okay. Maybe Holland and Mbappe are at that rate, but yeah. I don't see other people going for it. And the, and the crazy thing there is just how healthy he's remained, right, yeah. over the years. Because uh, that, that's like a variable that you honestly can't control. No matter how strong Cristiano Ronaldo is and how much he chisels himself, right, there's always the prospect that some guy comes in and two-foots him, right, in mm-hmm. order to take him out of a game. And somehow he has managed to push through that. And, uh, yeah, like you said, to make our math easy over 20 seasons – that would be 40 goals for club and country. And that's just insane. So I got to ask mm. if I give you, you know, how much money would you put down on him potentially scoring a thousand goals in his career? Uh, I really think he will score a thousand goals. Okay. I really think Ronaldo is going to score a thousand career professional goals, man. I, I think he's, I think he's gunning for that number. I think okay. Ronaldo is gunning for that number. So well, guys. I think that will happen. Yeah, and Ralph Rangnick, uh, if there's one thing that he saw right away, it, it is the fact that <laughs> at, at 30, at 36, he is a physical freak, freak of nature. And um, if uh, we're talking about 40 goals a season on average, uh, mm-hmm. uh, by my metrics here, and easy math, that's five more years. So at 41, Cristiano Ronaldo could potentially hit the 1,000 goal mark. Um, that would be insane. That would Man. be absolutely insane. And Ralph Ragnick is seeing Sancho. All of a sudden, Sancho is now spicing up now that Oli has left, okay? <laughs> and you're, you're yeah. mentioning he's, he's hyped with Ronald. Yeah. Ragnick must be hyped with Sancho too, man. Two goals in the last two games. It's looking good, man. It is. Looking good. It is. And, and, and that's not, you know, he's name dropped pretty much every U23. But what we love about Ralph Ragnick and what we've uh, seen is that he's had his hand um, or his influence uh, on a lot of these U23 stars that we all know and love today. And even some that have obviously graduated from wonder kid status, like Sadio Mane, mm-hmm. um, that this, this guy knows what he's doing. So, but we got to give props where props are due. Michael Carrick was asked to come mm-hmm. in, be the caretaker. What was it? Two wins, right? Two wins. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on. Yes. The <laughs> Champions League. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. So, you know, it's uh it's, it's a new day. It's a new day for Manchester United. It'll be interesting to see, uh, see what they do. But I'll tell you what, I, I was going in on the, that 801 goals, right? Uh, mm. Going down the, the rabbit hole of looking at where he scored them. And I really think we got to put in perspective and one day maybe just deep dive that, that Real Madrid team. His, Ronaldo's stint at Real Madrid was just absolutely un, 
real. Okay. Mm-hmm. 450 goals, 132 assists in 438 games, four Champions League titles, four Ballon d'Ors that he won during that period of time. And yet, surprisingly, because there was another team out there, I forget their name, you might remember. Uh, he only won two La Liga titles and one La Liga player of the year, one over that time period. I mean, for a guy that did, he just did so much for that club that uh, that unbelievable form, I, it just can't be replicated. It's unbelievable. I, I agree. Um, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo is the definition of a Galactico yeah. with what you just said, man. It's true. He is the definition of a Galactico out of this earth, man. And now let's see what Man United, but I, w- I wanted to say something here in the news that yes. I saw a quote by Laporta saying, I'm going to read it. <laughs> I like Dembele. For me, it's clear. He's better than Mbappe. So we have the president of Barcelona saying that Dembele is better than uh, Mbappe. What 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 do I read in this? Deluded. A lot <laughs> and a lots of clubs are in for Dembele, man. Yeah. And lots of clubs must be asking around to the agent of Dembele. What's yep. happening? What's the situation now at Barcelona? Because if their own president is saying he's next to Mbappe level, man. He's selling him tomorrow. <laughs> It, it, it's it's all a ploy. It's look at my shiny objects who's injury prone. And yeah, it's look if Dembele is an injury prone, I'll just say this. I'll just I'll just be that guy. Okay, if Dembele is an injury prone, he'll be at the level of close Mbappe. Okay. I don't want to say same level, but he'll be he'll be one of the best wingers in the world, man. If 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 he gets yeah. consistent and no, exactly, bigger. But uh, I just had to put it out there, man. I saw that quote. I was like, he's going bold. Laporta going bold. I don't know. I mean, I I honestly feel like that could be a sales tactic in some Mm. respects. Um, But wow. I I kind of laughed to myself um, when when that, yeah, was announced. Uh, But... But uh, I really do hope, and, and I think you agree with me, that, yeah, Usmane Dembele, if we can just get a full season out of him, um, yep. I think football is better for it. Um, so just somebody, donate your knees, donate your ankles, donate your uh, calves, whatever, <laughs> whatever he needs. Um, I'll give it to him. Uh, and I just want to see Usmane Dembele uh, bombing down the wing and uh, scoring goals for fun. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Dembele, sure, sure, he, he sure can do that. He, yeah, sure can he do absolutely that. can. Um, but hey, we got to go back. You know, I'm I'm wearing my Palmeiras jersey uh, to <laughs> celebrate their Copa Libra, Copa Libertadores win. But we have to give. There is some big news from Brazil. Mm. Um, we got to give credit where credits due, right? Atlético Mineiro. Okay, you. They just won their first Brazilian title in 50 years. 50 years. And are you ready for you ready for the name Hulk? Yes, <laughs> the name that took him there, Hulk. Absolutely right. I with, knew with you were nice, gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, I'm sorry, with a nice cameo from uh, a certain Diego Costa coming in late in the season <laughs> and and scoring some some key goals for them. But uh, you know, right. I, I just thought you know Palmeiras winning the Copa Libertadores uh, two times in a row that's wonderful. But they were about 15, 18 points behind it. Let to go Monero. And I was, I was kind of surprising that they hadn't won in 50 years, um, but they're not widely seen as one of the, you know, giant giants of Brazilian football. So yeah, Hulk and Diego Costa helped them get it done. Uh, and on top of that, they're not done yet. They got the Copa do Brasil uh, final coming up so they can do a, a double. 
They got a ton of fans, though, Breton, Athletic yeah. Miner, man. They, they got a lot, a lot of fans. But I'll say this, though. Hulk, it's yeah. fantastic to see him now performing yes. in Brazil. And I just want to say a quick uh, an opinion. Yeah. Hulk, for me, at Porto, was mm. a top five player in form in the world, man. Mm. That's how good, man, this guy was at Porto. Yeah. He was ridiculous. ridiculous. I, I thought that Chelsea was going to get him, okay? I really yeah. thought a big, big team because he was so good, right. so good. And I know I'm going to get a lot, a lot of slack for this, but trust me, guys. Hulk was one of the best players I've ever seen in Portugal. No Ooh. doubt. That's, no doubt. That's Hulk a big was, statement. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, surely Hulk at Porto was one of the best, man. The, one of the best. Better than, like, I don't know. Better than a lot of players. A lot, a 99% of players I've seen in Portugal. Okay. He was special. Special. Special player. All right. Special. Well, He left I, for 60 million, man. That, so that Zenith. Means- 60 yeah. million. Yeah, where, did that he, time. where did he go after Porto? Uh, Zenit. Zenit paid right. 60 million to, yeah. to Porto because he was going to go to the Prem Hulk. Mm. He was that, he was a top five player in the world in form. I'm going bold, man, because he really was. He really was yeah. really fantastic. Woo. Well, it, it is great to see. I mean, he's, he's at the twilight of his career, I guess you could say, but uh, to lead a team to the, uh, well. I got I to gotta ask you this, though, Bretton. Yeah. What's happening with Jesse March? Uh, what is happening with Jesse March? You're gonna do, Three you're gonna months? You're going to do that to me? Uh, are you, you're just, you're just trying to set up uh, Ruben Amarim with his next... next, uh, next... I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, Ruben Amarim is above Leipzig right now. Okay, yeah, he'll, he'll, no, he'll I, actually, I agree Leipzig. with you. I actually agree with you there. And I, I know you... Uh, I think in your live, you did mention him as maybe a, a potential candidate, long-term candidate for Manchester United, right? Uh, look, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. If Ralph, if Ralf Ragnick has a decision between Eric Ten Hag and Ruben yeah. Amri, yeah. if Eric Ten Hag is off limits because of mm-hmm. contract, go for Ruben Amri, man. Sure. It makes sense. But uh, that's, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what's wrong with Jesse Marsh. Yeah, okay? that's what I want to know. Jesse Marsh, uh, I, I think he's just being way, way too um, stubborn in terms of changing his playing style. It ain't working. It ain't working. And Christo Nkonko can only score so many goals to keep you in the game, but your, your defense is a sieve um, and it's, it's just not working for him. Um, and he's got to change things up and he hasn't. So um, I don't think he's going to last through the end of this year, uh, sadly. Um, and I don't know what's next for him. Um, all I know is that uh, the previous American manager uh, that has been there, um, in this position or this type of a position was Bob Bradley. And he only lasted what, 16 days or I don't know, like two months or whatever it was at Swansea city uh, back in that fateful relegation uh, year for Swansea. Uh, I think Renato Sanchez was there at that time. Um, oh. But yeah, Jesse Marsh, unfortunately, I think he's, he's done. He's done. This is not a good rep for us coaches. I'll no, just say that to Bretton, uh, to you, man. It's, it's, it's not a good rep, man. No, this is Look, and uh, I, th- I think he's going to go this week. I, I saw some reports saying that this weekend they were considering to, to let him go. And I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I mean, they've taken a step step back, and uh, it's – Oh, man. I don't know. Look, I wanted to ah, – that's that's sad time. So, guys, tell us in the comment section, what does – who should coach RB Leipzig? I'd like to see rec- – Love to yeah. see your suggestions, man. And I wanted to say another another comment I see here was Tuchel – Okay, mm-hmm. 
saying he's he knows that Declan Rice was a Chelsea Academy player, okay, and he's he's an England England national team player, so yes. of course Chelsea's going to take in consideration that. But I found that funny after, let's say West Ham beating Chelsea this weekend, okay, yes. so. The Declan Rice propaganda to Chelsea, I think it might happen. I think it might happen next season, Bretton. It, it, it could because it clearly, yeah, they, they didn't win that midfield today. That's for sure. Um, and Declan Rice uh, would do would do wonders, would do absolute wonders at Chelsea. Um, but yeah, that that game was. You watched that game, I would assume. That, that was, I, I, uh, I I did, man. And 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 Jorginho. Yeah. Jorginho hasn't been looking good lately, man. That United moment and now against Chelsea, I think he was too passive. That's the thing with Jorginho. But going back to to Rice, okay, that's Mm -hmm. the big question. Does Declan Rice go to Chelsea, his his boyhood club? Does he go to Man United that do need him more, I I, I reckon, because Chelsea's full of midfielders? Or does he just go bold and go to a safe team like Man City or... Yeah, he's going to yeah, stay. In the I, I mean, I think the answer to your question might come in the fact, uh, or, or come in another in the form of another question, which is, mm. do you think West Ham has what it takes for Champions League football? Mm. <laughs> because I feel like that would really be the only leverage that mm-hmm. would keep a Declan Rice from making a big splash transfer uh, somewhere, and it, that's the question. We'll pose it to the uh, we'll, we'll pose it to the the listeners here. Do you think West Ham United can make the Champions League? That would be pretty Look, damn amazing. Considering what I saw today, yeah. what I saw today was really good football, man. And I'll tell you, nobody beats West Ham at home in form. Yeah, that that and that and that's a statement. They <laughs> they've proven against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. They've proven against Chelsea. David Moyes put it, pulling the strings. Yeah, I don't know what my, that man's doing, but he's doing an excellent job at West Ham. It, and it, answering it, your question too, mm-hmm. West Ham have to invest, okay? They have to invest, okay? And improve the team right. even more, okay? Because if this is a long-term project for Declan Rice, they have to, they, they have to improve it more. But having the stadium, uh-huh. They have the fans. They, they even have the, the the song. I'm forever blowing bubbles. They got, they got it, all. it all. They do. <laughs> I, so I agree. I agree. It can go right. It can go right. Could, could West Ham be a sleeping giant? I don't know, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of football managers out there playing football <laughs> manager uh, that have led them to the promised land. That's for sure. So, um, you know, but but before we move on from the Premier League, I I do have to say it does it warms my heart to see. James Madison starting to heat up again. You seen this? Mm. He's got three goals, three assists in his last three games for Leicester City. Um, and you know, I know he's taken a little bit of a hiatus from um, you know being the James Madison that used to be linked with Arsenal, used to be linked with a bunch of the big teams. But uh, mm-hmm. it's nice to see him coming back around before we move on to the actual Wonder Kids. Um, but uh, you know, he's just one James Madison. Mason Mount is actually playing well. Even though today, I mean, he had a goal and assist today against West Ham. He, was he had good. a goal and assist the other day against Watford. I understand it was Watford, but um, you know, it's it's just nice to see some of these guys. Uh, you know, Mason Mount. What, it was a slick pass, though, too. Like he's Mason. Mason Mount is really proving. No, he's. 
Mason Mount is the type of player that consistently, day in, day out, proves yeah. himself. And he just, he's consistent. That's why I really like him. Yeah. So you're saying that to, to go to the Wonder Kids. And I'm already, I'm happy about that because I wanted to talk about Vlahovic, the oh. big beast in Fiorentina. Just 14 goals it. in 16 games, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the guy, I, I'm starting to think, man, City, just go and get him. Yeah. Just go and get him, okay? Cheap, cheap, cheap price for 17 million. Yeah. 14 goals again in 16 games. Yeah. Snatch up Vlahovic. Guardiola would love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a, a couple months, uh, a couple months ago, when we we talked about the potential price say, tag yeah. for Vlahovic, people were kind of scoffing at it, and now it kind of seems like it's it's cheap. I mean, it is cheap yeah. for a guy that he's 21 years old, and and he's got. I don't even know how many anymore. I had it on my my notes last time, but it's like 30-some goals in Serie A over the last yep. season and a half. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, you can argue he's doing some of it from the penalty spot, but no, not in the game we saw the other day. Not in the mm-hmm. game we saw the other day. So, yeah, I agree. Someone just needs to make a move, make a bold move, get it done, get Vlahovic in early in the transfer window, not at the end of it, mm-hmm. and get him integrated and get him scoring goals elsewhere. Um, but I think that's the plan. I saw that Fabrizio Romano said it. There yeah. was an inquiry made by Arsenal. Okay, and if that's a serious inquiry, big move. Good job, Arsenal, man. <laughs> good job, Arsenal. If you get Vlahovic, yeah. City's quaking their boots in defense. Liverpool's quaking their boots in defense, and surely United, even with Varane. They're quaking their boots because they have Maguire. So Vlahovic would be an excellent addition. Yeah, and, 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 and another one that really surprised mm. me. Um, have you seen all this transfer talk about Ferran Torres? She- you know, uh, I, yes. I, I mean, I, I'm just I'm surprised more than anything else because I, I, okay, I get it, right? It's a very very intriguing concept. Chavi coming in, he's got a bunch of like 11 year olds that are going to run around the pitch and score bazillion goals and win La Liga in three years. I understand the project again, hyperbole there. I know mm-hmm. it's not. I know Pedri's not 11, um, but Ferran Torres is is at arguably one of the largest clubs in the world, right? And one of the he's surrounded by some of the best talent on the planet, uh, with one of the best managers on the planet that has a plan and has a chip on his shoulder to win the Champions League finally. And oh, by the way, if he wins the Premier League again too, that's kind of cool, right? But why would you leave Ferran, why would Ferran leave Manchester (laughs) City for Barcelona except a lower salary Mm -hmm. for a project? It is a project. We are kidding ourselves if we think Chavi's going to come in and transform the club like that. It's going to take time. Ferran Torres leaving... I, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So help me rationalize it. Help me rationalize it. I'll help you rationalize it. It's clear as day that mm-hmm. Ferran Torres had a good chat with Luis Enrique, man. Okay? Uh, because the quicks... Look at the Spanish national team, okay? They're yeah. only selecting players from Barcelona, man. Okay? And I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's a good plan, okay? For Ferran Torres to go to Barcelona. <laughs> I like it. I no. like it because I said it previously on the pod. Ferran Torres is so similar to David Villa, man. So similar. And both were even at Valencia. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I really do think he's going to add and cons- he's going to add numbers. He's going to add quality. And Xavi, man, trust me, it's going to happen. I love <laughs> this Ferran Torres move to Barcelona. I personally, I love it. But 2010 Barcelona it. is dead and gone. Or 2010 uh, Spain is dead and gone. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. I, it, 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 it's a new Spain that's going to win the day. Exactly. I'm not going to bring back the old. So, so doing this whole like Barcelona is going to be the incubator for Spanish talent. I don't know. I think, I think the world's changed. I think football's changed. I agree right? with you. I agree with you. But so, Luis Enrique, like he, he really believes in the, the, in the tic attack in the Barcelona, Barcelona stuck in the past. working. Yeah. But no, but Luis Enrique is a good coach, Bretson. Hey, oh, I, I, I agree. Absolutely. Though. I just, and, think, I, yeah. and I do think Gavi mm-hmm. certainly loves the Spanish team now. Pedri loves it. And I, I'm going to be honest, the big and the best Spanish talents, there are Barcelona. There are Barcelona. Fatih's at Barcelona. Sure. Pedri, Barcelona. Gavi, Barcelona. Like, even Nico, I could say, is one of the best Spanish talents. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see if Ramos is going to be selected over the Spanish national team. That's a big question, man. We'll, we'll find because, out soon like, enough. Like, because yeah. that, that's bold, man. But I understand that it, the world has, has, has different times now, but still. Like it's, I like the Ferran Torres move to, to Barcelona. Yeah. I like it personally. He's yeah. going to be the big man. He is going to be the big man, man. Ahead of Depay. Ahead of Depay. Ah, mm. I like it. I prefer Ferran Torres going than Depay. That's, that, honestly, I prefer that. I prefer that. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get our answer soon enough. I mean, first, he obviously has to get healthy again, but I was very surprised. Uh, I, I thought it was just kind of How much is it going to be? How much is it going to be? Uh, I, that I don't know. I actually don't know because um, I, didn't, I didn't see a number that was uh, hit with it, but he has reportedly already accepted a five-year contract, right? Yeah, um, I so, I mean, it, it's got to be high enough. And um, my guess is they prorate the, maybe they prorated the transfer fee and, and it's like mm-hmm. over five to five years, maybe they pay 5 million or 8 million or 15 million a year. I have no clue, but um, yeah, uh, pretty, yeah, no pretty soon we'll get Laporta saying that uh, Ferran Torres is better than Mo Salah, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, that quote is coming, right? <laughs> If you say development and Mbappe, that was a good one, yeah. <laughs> That was a good one. It's, it's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. Uh, <laughs> but, but hey, to I got to say, I got to say, I, I did get to see a few of the highlights because, you know, we don't get, we don't get Liga B win here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very impressed with the, it's, it's tough to stop, step into Palina's shoes. Okay. I, but yeah. I was very impressed with Manuel Ugarte. Um, and it gave me a little glimpse of of what sporting would look when Paulinha inevitably moves on, right? Um, so I was very, very impressed with with him in that sporting Benfica, uh, I guess you could say Ruben Amarim masterclass. Is that what you would call that? A hundred percent. It was okay. a Ruben Amarim 100% masterclass. Man. And to do it without I... two of your best players, that's impressive. Exactly. So. No Coach, no Palinha, but Ugart. I, I love that you mentioning Ugart first because that was my MVP of the match because he cleared Romario, okay? Ugart was on top of Romario the whole mm-hmm. game. And Romario is the secret key for Benfica in that midfield. So that 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 was, I think, that was the the battle that won, okay? The, the sure. game for Sporting, okay? Mateus Nunes and Ugart. That midfield, Mateusz Nunes, man. Yeah. Mateusz Nunes, Everton fans must be going crazy. Yeah. You missed out on one of the best young midfield, under 23 midfielders, okay? He's really coming up. He's really coming up. As a box-to-box, mm-hmm. I don't know too many players with his work rate, running ability. Man, the ball conduction on Mateusz Nunes, it's in. 
saying big rise yeah. to fame man big rise yeah. to fame so yeah and the funny thing is is were they balking at the price is that what it was for mateus nunez yes. it was like what 20 million or something and they were balking yeah. at that considering some of the moves that ronald coleman made back in the day at everton <laughs> 20 million is a drop in the bucket uh considering the production they got out of those those uh those actual signings so yeah i'm going to be really interested to see if uh mateus nunez, you, nunez moves you on for more yeah for more more than 20 100 oh, yeah. absolutely 100 30 million minimal yeah minimal I'll, I'll tell you a team that will get him for 30 million wolves will mm-hmm. easily get him and the second team is tottenham those two teams with Conte with Matuj Nunj. Ah, that would be good. That would be a good duo, man. Yeah. That would be good. But I, I do love it. I love that they it was the young, young Bucks, uh, Ugart and uh Mateus Nunez uh against mm-hmm. Benfica uh, kicking ass. And then you go over <laughs> and obviously they had lesser competition, but Porto with Vitinha um yes. in, in their game. I mean, these are the this is it's gonna be a fun Porto uh sporting matchup. But Benfica, Benfica, don't sleep on them to George Zouge. If George Zouge doesn't make anything, if yeah. George Zouge doesn't even closely try the title, he's yeah. sacked. 100% sacked. So I won't yeah. discount them. And you're mentioning fast, Vitinha. Yeah. One goal against Timnes. And I watched that match, and he was such a good playmaker the baller. whole game, man. Yeah. Okay? The ball at his feet, the technique, we love to see about. Uh, we love to say it about Vitinha. But Vitinha is really improving now as a playmaker on the field, man. Okay, we we have Porto. Porto like slowly can get they they didn't sell him for twenty million. Okay, so I'm I'm saying I'm out here like seeing that maybe they have a plan for 40, 50. So Luis Diaz, they're gonna get Luis Diaz 60, 70 million because Luis Diaz is the real deal guys yeah, the yeah. real deal what she's so good well so uh i i i'm looking forward if you can find me a uh hawked stream of some sort i'm looking forward to when porto and uh sporting meet at some point mm-hmm. in the future because i want to see these guys against each other but i i do have We're to bring gonna... up a little stat it's probably one that you've heard it's probably one that you've seen but jose Mourinho's win percentage at porto mm-hmm. was 72 percent do you know what Ruben Amarim's is I at it, Sporting? 76? Close, yeah, 75. Yeah. Um, so uh, we all know what happened after Mourinho left Porto. Um, uh-huh. Mostly good things. But just the fact that th- <laughs> he's 36 years old. Uh, exactly. I, I, I mean, he's, he's a baby. I, I, we're, we're talking about Wonder Kids. He is a Wonder Kid. You know, Wonder, well, wonder Kid yeah. manager. So it's... Uh, and the way he conducts cool. himself. Like, I, I, I speak Portuguese and I can tell you, Bretson. Ruben Amri, he's 36, and he's the best spoken manager in the league. His, his press conferences are the most well-polite, educated, and tactically, he just answers the journalists with respect. Okay, so yeah. the next generation, man, improving football. Ruben Amri, really, guys, if you don't know too much about him, yeah. go check out his tactics. Yeah. Three, the, three center backs. Three center backs. The new big managers that are coming in Europe seem to know that the three center backs is the key and the future. So, Ruben yep. Riemann, guys, notes. Put the notes. The yeah, big well, up we might have to do a young manager um, uh, episode or something uh, yeah, in and, the future. 
And yeah. we, the young players, you got you got Nunes that improved with uh, with Ruben Amorim. You yeah. got Pedro Porro. You got you got you got Mateus Nunes. Mm-hmm. You got so many youngsters that improved with him. It's absolutely insane. It and Gonzalo Inácio, yeah. Gonzalo Inácio, people don't sleep on him. Twenty yeah. years old. Twenty yeah. years old, man. He's so good too. He is. He is. Um, and Ooh. it's kind of a good segue into this. You mentioned Nuno Mendes, right? Um, did, did you see, did you see that not just Cristiano Ronaldo, we, we assumed that Cristiano Ronaldo would vote in some respect for Nuno Mendes. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you see who else included him in his top three mm, Who for the Copa trophy? Leo Messi. Leo oh! Messi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leo Messi knows so, what's so up. Both, both the goats, right? Cause you know what? I'm going to say it. There's, there's two greatest of all times. I'm, I'm going to say it right here. Uh, but no, both the goats had Nuno Mendes at number two. Um, but I gotta, I gotta say, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo gets respect in my, my mind, uh, mm-hmm. because I believe he is the only one. Guess who his number three was? Uh, oh, Jirena. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. Why, though? Yeah, you know, and it, it, I, I, I don't know why. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I love, I love Gio Reyna. Uh, obviously, I've said some bold things about him in the past, but um, the the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo uh, lends lends a little credence to uh, to what Reyna can deliver, it, it you see the potential. I mean, there's yes. there's he just oozes potential, and we got to get him healthy, and he's back in training. Yes, um, but I was very surprised. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't be surprised, but Cristiano Ronaldo's number one pick for the Copa Trophy. Pedri wasn't anywhere to be found. Guess who it was? Um, Mason Greenwood. Yep. <laughs> and then Mason... was Modric too. Modric and, and Christian Ronaldo, they picked Mason Greenwood. Yeah, and I don't know what they were smoking for that. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> nothing against Mason Greenwood, but no, he's not number one um, in that sense. I, I think I know why Ronaldo one? did it. I know why Ronaldo did it uh, because he's a teammate, but that, that also kind of, sullies the whole process of it if you're just going to vote for a teammate but whatever um anyway i had to bring that up because nuno mendez got some love from some very big people um and uh it was intriguing enough not to but there is another wonder kid i have to bring up here because we we, we've talked about him in the past but we we don't spend a lot of time in argentina and Mm -hmm. um you know, there's quite a few, but we, we've talked about Major League Soccer as this stepping stone league that's coming and they, they have no problem selling like El Neuron and some others. But this is actually a big move that, you know, Fabrizio Romano is on top of. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiago Almada, who has been linked with Manchester City, has been linked with a bunch of European uh, clubs along also with Bielsa at Leeds. Um, he's heading to Atlanta United for 16 million euros. 16 million euros. Um, and the funny thing is, Fabrizio Romano maybe is in a little bit of hot water right now because he actually announced that on Twitter. And in MLS, you have all these weird roster rules, like designated players, and there's TAM, and there's I can go into all sorts of weird financial engineering crap. Um, anyway, Atlanta United haven't yet cleared the space in order to bring in a Tiago Almada. So the fact mm. that Fabrizio Romano, who literally is the walking, you know, truth bomb of, uh, of this, uh, you know, transfer window, um, the fact that he announced it as pretty much being done, Atlanta United was forced to come out and say, whoa, 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 we don't have a deal yet with him. 
We don't have a deal yet with him. And the reason being is because if they brought him in right now, they would be roster non-compliant and they would literally have to get rid of one of their really good players like an Ezekiel Barco for cheap. Okay. Mm. So I just went into a whole lot of craziness, but it's, it's a lot of fun watching some of these names like Tiago Amada, Julian Alvarez at one point was linked with major league soccer. I think he's beyond that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Almada to, to Atlanta United, Almada's come out and he said, yeah, I want to move to major league soccer before I then take the step to Europe. So it's seen as like this nice little three-year window, but just wanted to bring that up because 16 million for MLS, no, that 100%. is a sizable chunk of change. Hundred so. percent, man. And I, I just wanted to say, like, Fabrizio Romando is more is more of a verification than the even the WhatsApp sent button. Okay. Yeah, okay? that's true. <laughs> so if that man is saying that the transfer is happening, that transfer is happening. But Almada's sixty million Atlanta, yeah. I, that's a good mention because that that Almada was being mentioned to go to City, all these clubs. Okay. Yeah. I, so yeah, interesting, man. Interesting. MLS turning up. Talj Tal- Magnu. Then he, he went. He went to the MLS. How is he doing in Brenner? Oh uh, well, Brenner? we're we're probably going to see him on uh, actually tomorrow. And I got to give a shout out right now since he set it up nicely to the my hometown team, the Philadelphia Union. Will play the biggest mm-hmm. game in their club's history tomorrow, and uh, maybe we can even post something, you know, helping them along because COVID just hit the Union, uh, which means that they're going to likely play with like an academy team versus NYCFC. Mm-hmm. who's going to be missing their top goal scorer, which means Talis Magno might actually see the field. So a lot of craziness tomorrow. But anyway, we can move on from MLS because we are well, going to – I think we're going to do a live for MLS Cup, right? Uh, we're, 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 it's in the it. books. It's in we're, the books. It's in the books. Sure. We're thinking about it. in the books. Um, so but, I uh, got to mention this here in the Wonder Kids because yes. every live stream, okay, there's a there's – it must be a Danish support, a Swedish uh, – I. Uh, fan, okay, <laughs> exactly. Scandinavian fan, always giving the love to this player, to this wonder kid. And if you're listening to the pod, it's your time now. It's Rooney Vargi, okay. Yep. Copenhagen, 16 year old, scored his first professional goal. Okay, yep. he went bold, and I had to mention. Okay, so yep. guys, watch out, Copenhagen salad, Sweden. Okay, so. Yeah, but, but the funny thing is, <laughs> the funny thing is, is last episode I talked about three 18-year-olds that played for FC Copenhagen, and somehow <laughs> I slept on the fact that Rooney Vargi started that game, right? And here's the funny thing is, we, you said he was 16, right? He literally mm-hmm. just turned 16, so he's like more 15 than he's 16, and <laughs> and and this kid is um he's seen as like just very exciting, and he kind of reminds me like uh, Yepek. Kyer, you remember that name? And I may have screwed up the last name, mm. but uh, the previous youngest Superliga uh, goal scorer ever was, I believe, Yepi Kyer, who ended up making the leap to Ajax's youth academy. Okay. We haven't seen him play for Ajax yet, but Rooney Bargi is seen as a much, much bigger possible talent. Uh, and in, uh, in two games, he's already scored a goal. So uh, I love, I think Copenhagen, can somebody send me a Copenhagen jersey? Right, because three eighteen-year-olds and a sixteen-year-old in your eleven last week—that's unbelievable. That's there fine. You go. And you mentioned um, IX fast. Anthony keeps on performing, guys. Two goals in sixty-one minutes, man. Keeps on the gift that keeps on giving. Anthony. Seriously. Okay, we seriously we're always mentioning that he's gonna have a transfer, and every game he sees the guarantee that that's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. So, so I like mean, the, from, from a domestic league perspective, you almost hope, like you almost wish that there was 
a step up that he could take. Mm. But but then you think about how Ajax is doing in the Champions League, and you're like, mm-hmm. it's it's so tough because yeah, Anthony Anthony is better than the Eredivisie right now. He is. Mm-hmm. He just is. He's better than the Eredivisie. But Ajax is also stepping up their game to the point where you know we we they're becoming a, a very fun team to watch in the Champions League. But you wish that there was a higher level that Anthony could take without potentially leaving Ajax. But we we're pretty sure some point soon Anthony's going to make a big move. Right. Like, imagine how much money is Ajax going to get with Timber, Haller, Anthony, okay, and Gravenberch. More than 200 million, maybe, with these four. Insane. It is. Insane, man. Yeah. And you want to talk about the gift that keeps on giving? Dusan Tadic. I mean, (laughs) he's just like like uh cemented in for 20 goals 20 assists every season now with ajax it's unbelievable I agree. what a sir what a yeah. sir man he's he's becoming an ajax legend preserving yeah, legend man he's yeah. late in his career just like daily blend but daily blend like he was a former ajax academy player so mm-hmm. but Tadic, big ups to him man yeah. big ups to him but quick question do you think holler is gonna stay at ajax though with all this <sighs> it's funny i mean i i don't know I don't know because mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of a Luka jo- uh, Jovic effect um, going mm-hmm. on with some of these big strikers. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I know Jovic is a young player as well, but Sebastian Haller obviously has had just one ridiculous season, one mm-hmm. unbelievable season, and it's not even done yet. Right. Um, so I, I don't know if people are going to balk uh, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to spend another season to see if he can replicate it. And then, you know, somebody springs for him maybe next winter, not this winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would seemingly be like the best due diligence, but you never know. Somebody big needs a striker comes in. Uh, if you've got the ability to serve Sebastian Holler, mm-hmm. we'll put the ball in the back of the net. It's that simple. That's and if West Ham didn't have that answer. Ajax does. So so, guys, if there's anything that we've missed out in the Wonder Kids news, okay, just put down in the comment section below, guys, and like the video and show support to the FC yeah. Wonder Kid community. So, last topic, okay? You guys enjoyed the quick fire, okay, last podcast. And now it's time, man, because now it's my time to do the questions, oh, okay? Man. <laughs> oh, man. I, got, I got some fun questions here, but I have ones then I need the answers, Bretton, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Okay, and, and I just I just have to preface this. Alex is born for quick fires. Me? Me? I am I am an over-preparer. So uh, off the cuff, I'm probably going to say something stupid, so get ready. So, Bretton, yes. would you have pref- who, is you, who do you think had a better managerial career, Mourinho or Guardiola? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, Brenton. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can say Mourinho. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I can say Mourinho. Um, just, just what he's done with the, with the, the resources on the way up. Uh, you know who he took there. Mm-hmm. I think obviously the better manager right now is Pep Guardiola, but in terms of oh. over the course of the the career, um. As of right now, Jose Mourinho, for sure. Guardiola with Mourinho's budget would be in the mud. Just wanted to say that. So, another question. So, who would you prefer in the Premier League as one of the best wingers? Mo Salah or Eden Hazard? Oh, Mo Salah. Mo Salah ahead of us? Hazard? I I would pick Mo Salah ahead of Eden Hazard, yes. 
Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and there might be a little bit of a recency bias there. Uh, Mm -hmm. but, but once again, I mean, he's, he's, he's just electric Uh, and I get it. Hazard has, has had good seasons, very good seasons. I mean, world-class seasons, best in the world seasons. Uh, but Mm -hmm. Mo Salah has just been so consistent for them and, uh, he's so good right now. So yeah. Okay. So fictional situation over here, USC fight between Pep and Sergio Ramos. Who are you backing? (laughs) Who's going to fall the most? Pep, Pep has, Le- Pep has LeBron. Pep has LeBron. But I feel like Sergio Ramos has the uh, the smarts. So I, I'm going to... I'm going to ta- I'm gonna take Sergio Ramos. Man, you got to go bold with Pep, man. You got to go bold. I don't, I don't know. I feel like Sergio Ramos would run him around, get him tired, and then take him out with one punch. Love to see it. Love to see it. So- Wait, I gotta, I, hold on. I got to throw that one back at you. <laughs> Pep, Pep, I'm going bold. I'm going Pep, man. I'm going bold. Okay. I'm going Pep. I'll go Pep. I'll go Pep on this. What, what, so, would Pep's, what would Pep's big move be? That's what I want to know. Like the headbutt? The... <laughs> it would be headbutt for sure. It would be a headbutt. So, oh. a third? I don't know. Another question. Yeah. Peak Suarez or peak Benzema? <laughs> I want to know. Peak MSN? I want to know. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say... Peak Benzema. Mm. No. Peak uh, Benzema ahead of Suarez. I don't because Suarez was so good as the sum of the parts. I, I get it, right? I mean, come on. MSN, right? Ooh. We understand that. Uh, but Benzema, <sighs> dude. <laughs> yeah, I was bored for quite oh, hours. I told you, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm still I'm sticking with Kareem Benzema. I'm sticking with Kareem Benzema because Ronaldo, uh, yeah, Ronaldo, I just, yes, Benzema. (laughs) Okay, so who would win in a head-to-head game? Arsenal Invincibles or Chelsea's Thomas Tuchel, 2021 team? Oh, the Invincibles. What? I don't agree. I don't agree. Uh, I don't agree. uh, Modern-day football, man, it's a different breed. uh, This is not United over here. It's an organized uh, team set, with Chelsea. You set this up. You set this up. You knew that I was going to say the Invincibles. Uh, I, 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 I can't. I can't go beyond. I mean, Vieira, Henri. Um, oh. I mean, just what a team! What a team mm. that was. And they were. They were. I don't know. They were like modern football previous to modern football being called modern football. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I, I still. I still stick with it. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Or maybe it's just because I just watched. Chelsea lose to West Ham. I have no clue. <laughs> okay, so fi- uh, final question. Yes. Who's going to finish above? Aston Villa or Wolves? Who's going to finish ahead in the league higher? Aston Villa yeah. or Wolves? I, 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 like, I like Gerard's Villa to, to do it. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to be able to use Leon Bailey very well. Um, hell, if he can get Wendia back uh, doing good things again, I think they've got the midfield. Uh, Wolves is too helter skelter for me. Um, I, I honestly believe Aston Villa will will do a very uh, good job in the second half of the season. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, okay. I, you know I I don't have many bold statements here. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's the question or if I I just uh, Matt, don't have that I, crazy opinions. I think, but if you want to end up the podcast with a bold statement, I'm gonna come with a bold statement to end okay. the podcast. Cool. Because I came here and I said previously, if we had 100k subs on YouTube, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would go bold. 
that yeah. didn't work out too well. So <laughs> I think I'm going to do a reasonable offer. <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> so guys, if we get to 1 million followers on TikTok, you just need to click on that plus button over there. Yep. I will go bold live on Twitch, okay? 1 million followers on TikTok FC Wonder Kid. Yeah. We will be going bold well, on <laughs> And, and I think we can actually we can back that up with substance in the sense that oh, the, the ideas that we have for FC Wonder Kid uh, have have not even started after eight months have not even started to be realized in that sense. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. like we envision like being live as as much as possible with some different personalities with, mm-hmm. you know, inviting people on and, and getting it, you know, we're just getting our feet wetness. Mm-hmm. And um, exactly. So it's all a process guys, it's absolutely. All a process. but the only way we get there is, is yeah. The like button, the subscribe <laughs> button. It, it is it's the only way it's we get by there. going bold, man. It's by going bold for sure. So <laughs> guys, if there's anything we forgot to mention in the podcast, please, Put down below in the comment section. If and if you're listening until now, like the video, okay? It's a huge help to like the podcast. And yeah, guys, thank you for supporting FC Wonder Kid. And yeah, you're part of one of the boldest communities out there, okay? All right. So episode 33, it's in the wraps. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And yeah, peace out, guys. See ya.